What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Steel and Teal Talk. So this is uh, something that kind of came together. Uh, I'm here with my buddy Jim. He's a fan of the shows that we do. We love his content. So this is kind of this random brainchild that came out of nowhere, and this won't be the normal intro. Uh, <laughs> but this is just something fun we decided to do, uh, kind of get different perspectives on both our teams. So as as we'll soon going forward, as always, my name is Garrett, and this is co-host. Jim from Fan in the Van. Let's do it, man. So let's get right into it. I mean, how, so I'm going to be completely honest with you, and this is actually what might bring another nice, you know, refreshing take to the show. I have been paying zero attention to the Steelers offseason. Uh, so <laughs> you're gonna, it's like, it's not out of disrespect. We just got our own shit to handle with over here in, in fucking Jaguarsville. So, man, I'll, I'll let you. What, what's going on with uh, Pittsburgh? I mean, other than the fact that Omar Khan has been – aggressive not only with yeah. having an amazing draft i mean not only did you get not only did you in essence screw the jets of getting the guy that they want and you get broderick jones the second night everybody's sitting there they're trading the pick they're trading the pick you're not trading the pick with joey porter jr sitting there no. I mean, you, you you had to replace uh what's his face cam sutton right you had to replace him somehow patrick peterson Obviously, is only one or two years. That's it. That's all he's got left. So obviously, you're going to draft Joey Porter Jr. And then they get a steal in the seventh round with this Cody uh, Trice out of Purdue. And they're saying right now he's moving up to the depth charts like it's nobody's business. And Porter Jr. is right there with him. I mean, but the free agents they've signed, they, they're not like the sexiest names on the block at all. But they're guys that can play steal or football that are just uh, – <laughs> They, they they got some they got some big boys on both sides of the ball this year. So Omar Khan definitely addressed a lot of the issues. Well, that's what I feel like. That it's one thing I've always loved about Tomlin. Like Tomlin said it best. I, I will never forget the interview he did with Chase Young, where Chase Young was apparently talking to him at the combine and was like, "Coach, you know, I'd love to come play for you." And Tomlin looked at him and said, "Son, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't ever want to be in a position to draft you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and rebuilding teams that aren't rebuilding don't make the sexiest picks. They no. make the picks you need. And that's what drove me crazy when people were shitting on the Steelers drafts, shitting on the Jaguars draft. They're like, oh, you didn't have any of these. You know, we didn't take a receiver. We didn't take a running back. We didn't take a a, a star corner. I was like, well, we don't we don't need that. Like no. you you fill a need. You our biggest Jaguars' biggest issue going into the offseason was offensive line, uh defensive back. And I mean, we need a little bit of help with the interior defense, and that's about it. And we got all that. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it was, I feel the same way about the Steelers just from the outside looking in. Like I said, you, you know more about this than I do, but like, shoot, I, they, they need a corner desperately. Ooh. And who better, than the, who better than the legacy pick? I mean, the, the thing is for, for people that didn't see it, like Joey Porter thought he was getting drafted in the first round and nobody saw the trade coming. No. And then like Tomlin told me, he's like, listen, you know, Tomlin pretty much told night two, we're taking you. It was already discussed. Like originally, yeah. the plan was if the trade with the Jets in New England, well, with trading with the Patriots to, in essence, screw the friggin' Jets over, uh, Porter would have been the first pick there. Yeah, absolutely, because it's what they needed. But Porter was dropping. Honestly, a lot of corners were dropping down the board as the night was going on or as the draft was going on. So, the thing that got me: Did you see what Joey uh, told Junior during night two or during the end of day one? Did you see that? I saw parts of it, but I forget exactly what what he said. But pretty much, I think it's 
pretty much told him you got to go in there and play with a chip on your shoulder. Now. Yeah, he was saying use this and use it. You and I, honestly, you know, as much as we we hate Brady, like use it. He used it. He used the yeah. doubt. He used all the hate. He used all the bullshit. And he's like, I'm going to prove every single one of you wrong. Use it. Use that as motivation. Use that as everything. And like that's that's how you become great. Like that's how you don't become, you know, the the Robert Kimdichis. You don't become, you know, the the Josh Rosens, the all these other guys who are supposed to be like the best in the league. Oh, we have to talk about the chosen Rosen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was there was ten other people drafted that I'm better than, and where's he now? I think he's freaking icing down to Sean Watson's ball somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> holding a clipboard for some arena football team. <laughs> He's probably up in Albany with with um Antonio Brown right now, waiting oh to see if uh, God. Cam that $150,000 offer he gave him to come play quarterback. Apparently Antonio Brown didn't even show up to play. No, what happened with that, even though it's getting, well, he's a former Steeler, so I guess we can include it. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> what happened was that the team didn't put his physical paperwork in on time. Ah, uh, okay. He's, so it was a choice. He's not playing till I think June 7th or the 17th, one of the two. Okay, so he'll play in like a week-ish as of recording this. All right, yeah, that, that makes sense. I just... Yeah, and I could bash it after that. Exactly. We can bash him all day after that. I mean... Who knows? Who knows? Maybe Le'Veon will go up there with him, too. Good God, you can have all... The, and I, all... I don't know if you saw that podcast. Uh, I think it's called Steel Here. This guy, Kevin Adams, does it. It actually wound up being featured, like, on ESPN somewhere. Oh, cool. Uh, but, like, they discuss, like, he discussed everything. Like, he throws the Jets under the bus. Mm-hmm. He, in essence, um, Which we will do it. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Which I try to do pretty much every day now, now that Rodgers is with the Jets. But uh, he pretty much admitted the whole contract situation the second time around, where he wouldn't take the tag and he sat out the whole year. Mm-hmm. In essence, he, he agreed it was petty on his part and it was also petty on Pittsburgh's side. And I've been I've been a guy who has been a proponent of that. It was petty on both parties. Yeah, for sure. Somebody could have met somebody in the middle there. Yeah. And honestly I think the biggest thing go ahead, sorry I mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. I think the biggest thing with the franchise tag is like for for star players to get the franchise tag, like a lot of people don't like it. And I get that. Like if you're a key piece, if you're a quarterback, if you're a if you're, you know a star tackle or guard or a tight end or a running back or a wide receiver or any anything that's not and not a shot against special teams my buddy was a d1 kicker i got nothing but love for kickers and punters but there's a reason those guys play on the franchise tag is because they're not they're probably not going to get hurt usually they're probably not going to get hurt but if you're like a Le'Veon bell or like a saquon barkley or which the fact that saquon's playing on the tag is wild to me but like if you're i don't think he even accepted it yet i i wouldn't I wouldn't have them figure it out. I mean, it's even if he looks at Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard took it, but that's only because he got injured before the fact. Part. Yeah, and he was behind Zeke, so he wasn't even starting. So, I mean, I get that. But if you're a star player and your team doesn't succeed without you, I'm not taking that tag. Because I mean, what happens well, if I blow out my knee and my career's over? Now you owe me nothing. Well, the way I look at it from from Barkley's point of view, and the, and it's kind of the same way I looked at it from Le'Veon's mm-hmm. is. You're the guy, you're pretty much you're the second biggest position after the quarterback, right. at least in my opinion. Now, other people are going to have their own opinions on it. But they're the guys who produce the most after the quarterback. Exactly. And when you look at guys that have played under the tag that have gotten hurt under it, 
I don't fault guys that were first round draft picks. And Le'Veon wasn't, he was a second round draft pick, but guys that produced at a high level that nobody thought they would. Now, Saquon to come back after his ACL injury, and then you're offering him, you're offering him the tag. But here we go. You know, you give, I'm not calling him by his nickname that they've given him. Um, Jones to me got overpaid. Nicknames think, are earned, not given. I think they could have worked something out where they could have got them both signed, at least on a one year. All right, let's see if this isn't a fluke type deal, but yeah. we'll we'll, we'll incentivize base it. And and that's something that, you know, like Pittsburgh always made sure that that Ben got paid. Yeah. But Ben always took the money and restructured it. Exactly. So signing bonus put it back into the team. And that's something honestly the Giants should have done in the Daniel Jones situation. They should be like, listen, we're going to sign. Listen, we're going to give you this. And they could have did this with Le'Veon, too, because I don't think Le'Veon was a guy that I think he just wanted his money but not put the money back into the team. Jones, they should have said, listen, we're, we're going to give you this, but we need you to restructure it so yeah. we can sign Saquon. And you'll probably, you, and for the Jaguars, because we got to incorporate our teams in here. Oh, we will. Don't worry. This is called so. steal and teal talk, not down the football rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but when, like, let's say when Trevor Lawrence is due for a big deal, and let's say, you know, ETN is due for a big deal. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Yeah, is, you're going to be the guy that yeah, I want the big, I want the big deal, but I'm willing to restructure it into a signing bonus, saying you can sign my counterpart. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hope he does, but well, and that's honestly to to go back to what we've talked about before, and I've heard you talk about it. We've talked about it. That's the sign of the greats to me. Is the Absolutely. the the team over me thing, or the you know the we over me. Because when, you know, Brady knew it, Ben knew it, um, I think Favre might have known a little bit too. Favre doesn't know a lot of things. He knows how to take money from people. Allegedly, don't sue us, Brett Favre. Um, but he, and a lot of the greats, Mahomes too. Mahomes is restructured. I mean, and they find ways to make the deal team friendly. So I feel like what they could have done is they could have, you know, made it, made Danny's contract, you know, uh, front loaded and made Saquon's back loaded or something like that, and it allowed for a restructure or something along those lines. You could have done it, and to Boy, go into Jackson deal. Hmm? Jalen Hurts' deal in Philly is very team friendly. Oh, it's a sweetheart I, deal. I think it's deferred to like when he's retired. Yeah, it's, it's a like, sweetheart deal. So it's like in baseball, Bobby Bonilla and Ken Griffey Jr. Happy Bobby paid. Bonilla Day. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. I love it. It's smart. Anyways, that we're getting way off topic. <laughs> but it's to it, to make it relevant again. Look at the Jaguars. We franchise tagged Evan Ingram. Like, why yeah. can't we come to a deal on that? Why can't we do a front loaded contract or a back loaded contract for sure with him? Find a way to convert a lot of this into a signing bonus. So dude gets paid up front. He says he wants to be in Jacksonville. And I mean, and that's the most frustrating thing for me this offseason. It's just a lot of here's the thing with the Steelers. You guys are a storied franchise. You get a lot of respect for the most part from a lot of circles around the league, because you guys have been a winning team for a long time. You guys are always up until recently, you guys have always been in the playoff talk was because the Bengals were garbage. The Ravens could never really put it together. And you have Cleveland (laughs) (laughs) and you have Cleveland. So you have three teams in your four team division. And up until, and I'll say, well, you and I will take all the fucking heat from Cleveland fans. I'll take it any day. It's so much fun. Like Montez Ford and WWE and the Street Profits. I want all that fucking smoke. <laughs> all, 
all day, every day. I'm the same way with Titans and uh, Texans fans. Give me it. I'll take it. You, uh, yeah, it's, that's a whole different – Chargers fans too, I'll take all that heat. But that's a whole different thing. Uh, Herbert can't, but I can. Um, <laughs> oh, we are coming out swinging the first episode. This is going to be fun. But it's like you you find a way to re-sign the players. And like Jaguars, we haven't getting a lot of respect because outside of 2017 and this past year, we haven't really done anything. We had the one year in 2017, which I will give – there were a lot of – it was the Brady Patriots. There was a lot of shady shit going on. I'm not trying to say a ton of it, but there were – there's one play I can be furious about is Miles Jack wasn't down. He was never down, and you can't tell me he was. There was literally a sandwich shop in Jacksonville that had a special for the month after the Super Bowl, and it was called the Miles Jack wasn't down. <laughs> I loved it. But it's you look at that, but Stefan Gilmore made a hell of a play on that last deep ball um to Marquise Lee. I'm not even mad about it. That was just great defense. I can't be mad about that. But beyond that, in this past year, we've been in the dumpster. And we've been in the basement of the AFC South, and I will say, I will say that we have because we haven't been playing well. But now we finally have a team. We have a coach who isn't kicking our kicker, and actually has the respect of the locker room. Uh, we, oh my God, we can trash him all day too. But that's a different show for a different day. I, I got into it with some fans on Twitter. Uh, when I have the downtime, I like to get into Twitter beef. But if I don't have the downtime, I'll let it be. But I was just, I called Urban a bum. And they're like, oh, he's a great college coach. I'm like, look at what he did after he got there. The only team that didn't drop off significantly after he got there or was bad before he got there was Ohio State because Ohio State's always been good. So that's, again, different podcast, different situation, different day. But it's we have a coach who knows what he's doing. We have have talent on the roster, you know, front to bottom. We sign big free agents. You know, I'm still not Balky's biggest fan, but he did okay these last two drafts. I don't love it, but they've yet to be – terrible picks everything's been fine i'm not mad about any of the picks and like we talked about earlier team we're not rebuilding anymore we're a playoff team we won the mm-hmm. afc south every other team in the afc south is rebuilding because the titans are garbage i don't know if you've seen all the stuff coming about it. will levis will levis is the most will levis is a pillow he's he's the bed he's the pillow on your bed that's real hot on one side then you flip it over to the other side and it's nice and cold <laughs> yep. So I put it out on Twitter and they were like, now I see why he didn't start at Penn State. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe they shouldn't give up on Malik Willis. Maybe yes. not. And, you know, again, it's a two to three year process, not exactly. two to three months. And you and I have bashed that for ever since that news came out. It, you Developing a quarterback is two to three years. That's why I'll be very quick to defend Kenny Pickett, just like you are, where give him another three. If he's not doing, if he's not making progress in three years, probably not it. If he's not, well, if definitely, I mean, a lot of people are already projecting him to have it. See, see, this is why I hate like with these PFF ratings. Oh my god, I hate PFF, these other jerk off ratings where these guys are just, oh, well, look what he did from this game to this game. Okay, but you're discounting what he did when he came back from his second concussion, all the fourth quarter game winning drives, the fact that they had a winning percentage when yeah. he came back. Yeah, the turn, the, yeah, the turnovers are always going to be there. Any quarterback's going to throw a pick or two here and there. You know, not everybody's going to be, you know, perfect on their on their best day or their worst day. But, you know, for all the hate on Kenny Pickett is it reminds me of everybody bashing Trevor Lawrence in his first year. Yeah. Oh, this ain't it. He's not the answer. You guys need to get another quarterback. People are even out there saying that's why the Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky to a three year deal. No, that's a money move to save cap space. Yeah. That's all that. That's and it's also a good safety net. And now it's a new rule that you can dress three quarterbacks. It's the only reason why they brought that fucking 
brunette version of Zach Morris back in Mason Rudolph. Oh, Mason Whack-a-Mole? Yeah, otherwise he could have been canceled. You know what? He, Cleveland could have him for nothing. <laughs> Cleveland can have him for nothing, and he could massage Watson's hamstring while the defense is out there. <laughs> that's, about, that's, all, that's about all he's good for. That or holding a clipboard. Or getting hit in the head. <laughs> oh, God. That was... That was one of the worst things ever. And it what made it worse was not only did he say that word or did he not say it, it's the fact that it was Cleveland. Yeah. So you knew this was going to get blown to the absolute worst proportions ever. And to me, I don't see why. And listen, I, I think Miles Garrett is a talented football player. Yeah. Not a fan of the Browns at all. No. But look at Miles Garrett. Size-wise. When is also he ever lost his cool like that? Yeah. And look at Mason Rudolph. He's a skinny, little, puny trick bag. You mm. really think he's going to say it? Of all people, you think he's going to say it? It's like poking the bear. Why would you ever go up and be disrespectful to a guy who can literally break you in half? Yeah. Also, for the sake of it, we're and we're not endorsing whether Mason Rudolph said that or not. Like it's we're And we're not justifying it either. We're saying, why would you even be first of all don't do that in general but why would you even be remotely mean to a guy who could eat you for breakfast <laughs> so he's just dumb but it we're yeah it, it's the biggest thing for me has just been all the polls and all the the bullshit around the jaguars like they i saw something the other day that said oh well the jaguars elected tanks or tank bigsby because of etn's down year last year i'm like he rushed for a thousand yards yeah. and he didn't even start the full season what are you talking about it's. I feel like everybody is so used to bashing the Jaguars for being average, which or average at best, which is fair. We've been a terrible team, but we're not right now. It's we're, we have the talent. We have a running back. We have a quarterback. We have arguably one of the. We have a fantastic big three when it comes to wide receivers. And we Christian Kirk even came out and said in an interview there were speculations about how you know how's he going to do now that you have Say Jones and uh, and Calvin Ridley. And you have um, oh, who's the who's the kid we took out of Penn State? Uh, was it Washington? I believe so. Yeah, we took the kid out of Penn State, who's a, was actually a steal. I looked at his tape; kid's great. But you, yeah. they're like, oh, you know how how are you gonna, you know, were you worried about your numbers? He goes, if we host a Lombardi at the end of the year, I'll be fine with being wide receiver twenty seven on the depth chart. I don't care. <laughs> what matters is we win rings. Like that's what's important. And that's one thing I love about this team is this team seems to have that old school team over me mentality which is great to see you had the vets restructure you had all the guys restructure to kind of be able to bring in talent and and kind of set themselves up for the next year because i mean honestly we were three plays away from you know beating the chiefs oh yeah or at least making it a game but i mean that's go ahead the tank big speak thing is really it's to take some of the load off of etn and keep them healthy it's the Mm -hmm. same thing in Pittsburgh would have a Najee and then you have Jalen Warren right behind him. Yeah. Every team's got a guy that's going to back up the main running back. I mean, you know, the Steelers have had it forever. And almost every, every, forever. Every team in the league has had the, the Giants had three of them. Almost every team at this point is going to be a back by committee team. Which I I respect it. I mean, it's it's a there's a reason why running backs don't have a, a super long time in the NFL is because it's one of the most physical positions to play. You're getting banged up. You're running the dudes who outweigh you by a hundred pounds. 
running full head first and the guys who are coming at you, you know, full speed, like it's, it's a physical position. You need a break. So, I mean, I don't fault the pick at all. Was it my favorite pick of the draft? Not really. I didn't hate it. It made sense. It made perfect sense. A lot of these picks made a lot of sense to me. I'm not mad about the draft. I'm not mad about the free agency signings. I love, and you and I mentioned it before we got on, the, the Calvin Ridley hate. I I love it. Dude went for 1,400 yards with a broken foot. Can you imagine what he's done with a full full season of rest or a season and a half of rest and, you know, with a chip on his shoulder to come back and prove that he's still the guy and with a quarterback who isn't, you know, mid-Ryan, who's... <laughs> <laughs> it's you have a quarterback who's actually good and is young and talented and has the ability to you know play in this game you have a, a head coach who and a offensive coordinator who love to throw the ball you have a head coach who's a former quarterback his favorite things to throw the ball you want to put up those big yards and be smart i'm excited i actually i had us what did i have us as did i have us as 11 win team or a 12 win team like i i think we can the jaguars i think can legitimately be an 11 to 12 win team this year I think we're we're gonna lose we're, we're gonna lose a game or two we shouldn't lose. I've actually I've got that down as a Saints. I've I've got a bad feeling about the Saints for some reason. I just I have us losing that game because I I think Saints are always the wild card. But I mean, for a record, I think we continue to be the best team of the AFC South because who the fuck is there to challenge us? <laughs> right now, there's nobody. Houston's rebuilding. Colts rebuilding. Them two to three years before they're even contenders. Mm-hmm. You got Colts rebuilding. You got Indy that's rebuilding, and their owner is drunk tweeting every other five minutes. I love Jim Irsay's tweets. I love them solely because they're hilarious. And then you got, and then you got Tennessee, where (laughs) you're pretty much relying on Tannehill again, and you've lost key pieces this offseason. I mean, yeah, you still got Henry there, but I mean, I think the league's got him figured out. All he does is run right at you. All you got to do is have seven guys there to just take him out, and that's it. Stack the box. It's not yeah. hard. Do what they did in college. Stack the box and force them to force them to avoid yeah. you. And I, I love Derek Henry. I think he's a great running back. He's a Florida kid, so I always support my Florida kids. But, like, he is that team. And part of the reason why he has, like, oh, well, he has more yards than anybody. I'm like, yeah, because he gets 50 more carries than any other running back because there's no other form of offense. Burks isn't there yet. Their tight ends aren't there yet. Tannehill's a former college wide receiver turned quarterback who somehow lucked his way into the, or into the NFL by being an average game manager. He's never been the dude. So, I mean, I I think we're fine. I I see us. We're going to be back in the playoffs again. We're going to win the AFC South. I'll call it now. I'll call it 100 days away from the regular season. I (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if Ridley wins comeback player of the year, even though it's not from an injury. Oh, absolutely. Stupid frigging suspension that literally does not garner a one-year suspension. No, it, honestly, we can get into that a little bit too because it's happened to my team and, and it's now it's happened to the Lions. But I mean, like, I'm not, here's my thing. I'm not against gambling and sports. I think it should be totally, and I, I heard your episode about it when we talked about it. Like, if I'm a player, or you're, if you're a player and you're like, hey, I'm not playing in this game, don't put any money on me. <laughs> like, I would tell everyone I know, like, hey, don't put any don't put any money down. Like I'm not playing. Like just hold on to it for a bit. That already happens. You can't tell me there's family members who don't make bets for players. Like it's happening as, in right now. Yeah, as long as the players aren't betting on like specific things like yardage or point spread or you know completion percentages or turnovers or whatever. Like I'm okay with that. 
If they're betting, if if they're betting on their team to win, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Every player should bet on their team to win. If I find if I'm on a team and I find out my my you know the dude two lockers down from me bet on us to lose, I'm beating his ass. Yeah. <laughs> what are you well, doing? Saddest part with the lion situation. From what I read, it was college football they're betting on. Yep, that hasn't been affected in in, in the NFL. You're getting suspended for for college games. You get suspended for six games for betting in the facility, which is stupid. It's just dumb. The, the, the no fun league always strikes. Exactly, but I mean, honestly, like off season stuff wise, like is there any kind of need to get someone back on topic? Because <laughs> <laughs> as it is with you and me, this is steel, steel and teal, and a little bit of else talk. <laughs> <laughs> steel and teal tangents but we've got um like free agency wise like you know anything else any kind of rumors speculations any kind of news around y'all's team that like has kind of got you nervous anxious excited like what 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 are you seeing or hearing out of steel or, or steel town um i mean with the list of free agents left and sitting on like 15 million uh that con created um so far from what i'm reading they might bring in kyle van noy Granted, he played for ugh, fucking New England Cheatriots, as I like to call him. But if the guy could still produce, bring him in. Yeah, they're also they're also looking at uh, well, we know Buda Baker wants out of Arizona, mm-hmm. and him and Peterson played him and Peterson. I think played at least one year together mm-hmm. in Arizona. Listen, if you could bring him in for the right amount of money, the right trade package, if you don't have to give up that much draft capital, bring him in. Him and Minka is for me. There's no guy for me that's either a free agent or that's on the trade block. For, for my team, Khan should be looking at everyone. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, everyone. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, as far as Minka goes, I mean, like Minka and Buda Baker is you know dual safeties would be a pretty yeah. scary thing to see on the other side of the field. Like I wouldn't want to throw against that. I'd so. be. Wrong. I'd be. I'd be running the other way and scoring in my own end zone. Exactly. <laughs> Turn around to pull a Dan Orlovsky and run to the back of the end zone and be like, oh, I don't know what happened. Oh, there's another guy I could bash for years and years. I he he makes decent points sometimes. It's like it, it he does what all commentators do. At least this time he has a little bit of knowledge about the game aside of other ones who've just been in the booth for, you know, since the Great Depression. But you've got guys who are like a lot of the announcers talk until they say something. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. They're like, oh, it happened. It, this isn't a basketball show, but Jalen and I, to give you a little bit of it, to give our listeners a little bit of an inside track on what Jalen and I talked about before you and I started recording. Um, Oh, my God. Gilbert Arenas was talking about, like, oh, if you take away, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum from the Celtics, what do you have on the team? I'm like, that's how big threes work. <laughs> you take away the stars from any team, you don't have a team. That's that's why they're the stars. What are you talking about? Like you take away Pickett and Najee from the Steelers, you don't have a offense. You take away Trevor and ETN and you know Calvin Ridley and Ingram from you know the Jaguars team, you don't have an offense either. You take away Devin Lloyd and Foyer Lewicon, you don't have a good linebacker court. That's you take away the starters. There's a reason the backups are backups. Like that's the point. Just to tie it back into the show, but like all these announcers, they speak until they say stuff, and I feel like it's a way with a lot of reporters go. Is they just they speak until they say things. Do you think the Steelers are in the running for um for D Hop or no? I don't. I mean, if they could bring him in, I'm not against it. Even though the wide receiver room is already crowded as it is, mm-hmm. but 
if you could put him, if you could put him with Pickens and Deontay, put Deontay in the slot, have Pickens on one side, D Hop on the other. That's a good. That's a scary big three. And the other thing that you're not even the other thing that that people are kind of bashing. Well, some fans are bashing it, and others aren't. In the third round, when we took Darnell Washington, the tight end, mm-hmm. people don't realize he's not. He's more of a blocking tight end than Fryer move. Right. So he's not going to be used in the way that people think he's going to be used. He's going to be used more as that sixth offensive lineman that can just barrel over you and create yeah. a bigger run game for Najee. And that, to me, was the steal of the draft. Nobody saw that one coming. You you guys are going to run a lot of two tight end sets too. You you guys yeah. can be able to do with the oh, who was it? I think the Colts ran a lot of two tight end sets when Luck was in his prime. You're going to see yeah. a lot of old school ground and pound football because you have Fryer Muth and you have Washington who are both starting caliber tight ends who could, you know, you can have Pickens and Deontay and then two tight ends. Najee in the backfield, you think it's going to be a run play, play action. You guys are going to have a stupid play action game this year. Oh, without a doubt, as long as it's not jet sweeps that Matt Canada likes to call every fucking oh my other. God. I don't know who's the worst coach, Matt Canada or Urban Meyer. That's Matt Canada. On the field, yes. Off the field, no. Yeah. <laughs> On the field, yeah. yes. Off the field, no. If you want to go that route, yeah, without a doubt, Urban Meyer off the field is the biggest fucking he, nozzle anyone does. He is seen. an undefeated off the field scumbag. Yeah. You got our our team of murderers in, in Gainesville. You've got uh <laughs> you've got the the Cincinnati situation. You have kicking a player. All the crap coming out about that two years ago was amazing. Just all the things coming out of the building. Like apparently First, Marvin Jones Jr. had wow. to be like held back. Oh yeah. And like, then he's at bar fucking up with his friend's wife. Oh my god. It, look, if your players want to fight you, that's a problem. Oh thank <laughs> you. And how they even kept him after that, it, it was the saddest thing. Like, like they let him coach, what, the whole year before they let him go? Week that 13. The... Oh, okay, so they gave him three quarters of the year. Yeah, it was week 13. I remember because I, I – Still too long. I was driving, and I, I saw the news come across my screen, and I was sitting there like, yes, yes, thank <laughs> God. And then I wanted Nathaniel Hackett, and I've never been happier to be wrong in my entire life. Yeah, well, we'll see how the Jets feel now that they have Hackett with friggin' declining it. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I can't wait. I I can't wait for the the not or the nine and or not nine and ten, the eight and nine Jets to no longer be the seven and ten Jets. You, <laughs> you haven't won a Super Bowl in fifty years. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> like you have you haven't been to a Super Bowl in fifty years, let alone won one. Stop it. Like the, the best was you see the video of him at the, at first off. I don't get how you're at a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> But that's beyond me. But Aaron Rodgers is there with with, with 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 Miles Teller and whoever else. And they start shooting confetti off. And Aaron Rodgers, he had to have been drunk at this point. He's screaming out, the Jets just won the Super Bowl. That's as close as you're getting. Is that there, Jets fans? That's as close as you're getting. Is Rodgers at a Taylor Swift concert screaming it? Little ayahuasca in his flat beer. <laughs> oh, God. After his How- darkroom retreat. That man must be the most he must be the most conflicted human being in the world. I mean, he goes to dark dark cave retreats, pops whatever hallucinogens, and listens to Taylor Swift. Well, he's not he's not close with his family, and I'm not saying that's the mark of like a good or a bad person, but like you don't talk to the people who who have literally raised you. 
and I mean, there's always there's exceptions to every single rule. This might be a bad take that I'm making right now, but like nobody's really come out and be like, yeah, you know, he's a good guy. They're always like, oh, he's a great player. He's a great guy. I've never heard anybody come out of the locker room and say Aaron's a good guy. Never heard it. Other than other than his close to buddies like Randall Cobb. Yeah. Well, he's a great guy. Yeah. He lent me a dollar to get a Pepsi out of the vending machine. Cobb's going to talk him up because Cobb wouldn't have a career without him. And I, that's Cobb's a good a receiver, but he wouldn't. Yeah. It, Aaron's a great guy. Oh, he was a great quarterback. Let me be clear. He was a great quarterback. He's a solid quarterback now, but this isn't, man, we keep going on tangents. This is fun. <laughs> well, 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 to bring it back into the, the, yeah. the top, which is a good, which, um, everybody knows that Ben Roethlisberger has got his own podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Footballing with Ben Roethlisberger. So he, they finally had the episode with him and Kenny Pickett. Yeah. And this is the thing that, I, this is why I hate with the sports media. And Michael Robinson of the NFL Network was one to pretty much bite off the clickbait of it and have his little say. So Ben came out and he pretty much admitted that he didn't want to see Pickett succeed because he was afraid Steeler fans would forget him. Yeah, I remember that. But then, you know, throughout the whole episode, you know, as that's going on, he's like, but hey, now that you're succeeding, I want you to continue to succeed. But everybody takes it as Ben's being selfish because they only heard the first part and Mm -hmm. didn't watch or listen to the rest of it where he says, I know this is a bad take on my part and it sounds selfish, but I'm I'm saying this because I'm man enough to say it, but I'm also man enough to admit that I'm wrong and man enough to say, Hey, you're, you're the guy who's going to fill my shoes. Yeah. So to all the people in the sports media who want to have one take and not watch everything else, Go blow a bag of moose sticks because I, I can't. My, Michael Robinson was one. Uh, who was sure. it? Stephen A. probably said something. I don't know if he did. There was somebody else. I, I, I don't know. Somebody on Twitter. I forget who it was. And I friggin. It wasn't even a guy who watches the NFL. Just had to have something to say. And I just, I think I sent, I might have sent it to you what I said. And probably Aaron. And then the guy blocked me after that. <laughs> well, it's it's dumb. I mean, it's literally you're mad at you're mad at the like Jacksonville's not gonna have a situation until Trevor retires. Like that's fine. Like I'll, I'll give Burnell his flowers. I'll give uh, Leftwich and you know Gerard their flowers occasionally. But we don't have an all time great at quarterback. We've also only been a team for less than thirty years. Yeah. So I mean, we haven't been around that long. But it's also like I. Brady's not rooting for Kyle Trask and, you know, Mayfield. He's not rooting for Mac. Rodgers <laughs> is rooting for Jordan Love. Favre was never rooting for Rodgers. You know, all the guys in San Francisco are like, you know, Steve Young, maybe. Steve Young might actually be rooting for – or Steve Young and uh, Montana might be rooting for uh, uh, Brock Purdy at this point just because they're 30 years after – the 30, 40 years after out of the league. Like, they don't care anymore. But a lot of the greats don't immediately want success. That's why they're the greats. They're that competitive, which is fine. They're not wanting them to fail, though. They just don't want them to be as good as me. And that's the thing. Like, and you're 100 percent right. Like, they're they're making something out of nothing. It's stupid. Like, yeah. and, and he even came out and said it. He, I remember reading. I read the whole thing. It's like, yeah, we're friends now. Like, I text him after every game. Like, everything's fine. We're all good. I love the kid. And I'm excited for him to lead Pittsburgh now. But he originally is like, I don't want the fans to forget about me. And I get that. That's fine. I don't think any fan 
Because you have the older generation of Steeler fans that still remember Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. You know, they'll remember Neil O'Donnell, even Bobby friggin' Brister. <laughs> even some of the horrible backups we've had, like Landry Jones. But nobody in my generation can ever forget Big Ben. No. You, you, you simply can't. No. And I mean, that's just how it is. And I mean, Bradshaw, a lot of people like to forget his first year or two in the league, defenses were just messing with him the whole time because he couldn't read the defense. Do you remember that? Yeah. They would play rush. He'd call it a rush. And then he'd drop back and everybody's in coverage. He'd throw an interception. He's like, I can't read the defense. It's like, well, why are you here? <laughs> you better learn, kid. But like, it, it's, it's dumb. And I mean, I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't think uh, Terry ever looked at Ben as his replacement. And I think Ben, again, like you said, initially was like, well, great. Now this kid's going to replace me because it was almost immediate. Yeah. It was like a year well, after he retired. He knew it was coming because. Yeah. Because even if Ben played the year that Kenny got drafted, they would draft and pick it anyway. Because because the time had finally come. You you passed it for three, four. You passed it for three years as it was. Right. You in essence had to do it then and there. Whether whether Ben was back or not, you had to take Pickett with the twentieth pick. Absolutely. A, you you had to pull the trigger. If you didn't, you're just you would just be how the Jets are gonna be in two years when they're looking for Rogers replacement. Yep. And they're gonna miss out on the uh Drake May and Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Yeah. So hopefully the next kid is good. Uh, we'll we'll see for y'all. Well, actually I hope not because I, I hate the Jets. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I don't like any uh, sorry i don't like any new jersey teams because that's they they are jersey teams they don't play in new york they play in new jersey there's only one new york team and it's the bills at least now well it's a rumor that i read the other day that they're looking to bring the jets back to new york to the city or to the suburbs to the city but they, i think they would put it near city field or something like that they're saying that okay to build it like pretty much right next to City Field that you can in essence house a football stadium and then that and then I guess they would practice at Hofstra again. I do it do what they do in Kansas do what they do in Kansas City where they have um the Royals right next to Arrowhead. Yeah. I mean it, it would make sense, but also like that would be like where are they gonna build a stadium? <laughs> There's no land. It's all there. The only place I can see it is by City Field. Yeah. I mean there's no in the Bronx are gonna build it. They, they missed out on the East Side Stadium years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like the same thing. Well, not to really discuss that, but it was the whole thing with the Lighthouse Project with the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they were going to build this, this shopping mall. They were going to put a minor league baseball team there. And then the, the residents of Uniondale and everybody around it were complaining because of traffic. Now, for somebody who grew up in the area, it's all enclosed behind a fence. Mm-hmm. What traffic? The, the main road is already traffic every freaking day. <laughs> like, so, so that's one. And then two, the people in the richer area in Garden City on Long Island, they were the major majority that voted no because their property tax would have went up $42 extra a year. That I'm sure they could easily afford. Yeah, I mean, it's 40 if you bucks. Garden City, you, you definitely have a license plate with blah, 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 DDS on it. All right. You, 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 you all right. Your fucking cheap ass could afford it. That, you know, that's just that. <laughs> I did take a shot of them. I was in the um, I was up in New York, uh, New York City, a couple months ago, and I did take a shot at the Mets as I was leaving LaGuardia. I'm like, oh look, it's mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> the New York me, the New York mediocrity. 
Yeah, they're, they're starting to turn it around though. But I, like, I'm not a Mets fan, so no. Yeah, it's fine. Wait, baseball will be a very different show. All right, man. But yeah, I think I mean that was fun. It's, it's I know you and I could talk for two or three hours. I don't know if we should give our our listeners a, a three hour episode for the first one. If you if you want a three hour episode, and I'm talking into my mic right now. If you want a three hour episode, let us know, and I'm sure we can make it happen. Oh, with that. That'd be a pitch to upload. But if you want a three-hour episode, I'm sure we'll find a way. We'll we'll bring in callers. Not we'll we'll have fun with it. But again, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. This has been a fun little passion project of ours. I'm I'm thrilled that we finally get to do it. Jim and I talk just about every other day, if not every day. Like it's fun to finally get to do something with him. You know, full time. It's it's also good to kind of keep the creative juices flowing, so we're not doing the same stuff over and over and over again. And it's football season, man. Jim, I don't know about you, but like. Football is basically religion for me at this point. Like this is the time of year I'm getting the most excited. I'm looking at everything. I'm getting into it with fans. Like, what about you? It 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 never ends because once I mean you have that break from the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you get like a month and a half break, and then you have the draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you exactly. Have the you have the combine, which again I don't take stock in. No, because 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 all the scouting reports are always wrong. Mm-hmm. But you have that if if you're into that, and then you have the draft. Then you have the voluntary mini camps. Then you have the, the, the mandatory mini camps. Then you yep. have OTA. Then you have training camp. Then you have exhibition. So it's almost like football never really gets that like NBA, NHL, yeah. MLB break. It's just, I mean, from play, they kind of get it for a little bit. But as far as from the fan standpoint, it truly really never ends. And, and that's something if you're a huge fan of the NFL, and you, you're a diehard fan of your team. It's Christmas every day. It's great. And now we have the USFL, we have the XFL and stuff like that for the off season. It's even better. The level's not there, but it's still something. Yeah. And those guys are getting signed left and right. I mean, yeah. we took uh, from the St. Louis battle Hawks. We took uh wide receiver, Hakeem Butler. Did we take I a guy? I don't know if you guys took one, but I know, I know we did. Yeah, we did last year. We didn't this year. So, yeah, no, I mean, and that's what it is. I mean, it's going to turn into a G League. I mean, that's, and and they know that, which is good. But anyways, that's a whole different rabbit hole. We don't need to go down again. (laughs) (laughs) But if you guys like the show, let us know. Um, Reach out to either Jim or, or, uh, you know, reach out to me at uh, either TDS and Pod or ITA Bad Take Pod. Those are the best place to interact with me. Jim, where can they find you? Uh, I'm more active on Twitter now. than I'm the same way. I I have Facebook. I don't go on it no more too drama filled i really yeah. don't hear your family drama on facebook i don't care what the fuck you're eating for dinner don't care what you had for breakfast same with instagram Done listening to fucking nickelback for the 855th time i don't care listen nothing against nickelback i just don't care that you oh, I got everything to, against them <laughs> i got nothing against them but i don't care that you listen to that that you know that song with here's a photograph or however it starts i don't care ah. You know, Rogers does about the the um his first time walking into the New York facility and seeing Super Bowl three. <laughs> the only one. I know. It's got more dust on it than the Jets have team wins. <laughs> oh, we could roast the Jets all day, but now I'm guessing they could or at fan of the van on Twitter is where everybody can find you. Uh yeah, at fan in the van on Twitter, you can find me. Um we also obviously you're in it as well as every a couple other sports podcasts. Uh, there's a sports podcast community on there as well uh, that you do have to request to join. So mm-hmm. your sports podcast that isn't in it, you want to you want to join, join pretty much. You just post your episodes up, shoot the shit, put polls up. I don't give a shit what you put on there. 
put up whatever you want in the group, uh, anything in the group sports related. That's what it's there for. And honestly, you know, one thing Jim and I both like to do on both of our shows is we shout out other shows. I know, Jim, you say it best. You know, there's room at the table for all of us. You know, it doesn't always have to be competitive. We can always help each other out. We're not competing with each other. We can help each other grow. Um, so I definitely want to shout out Brent and Dave over 1420. Brent, especially because of what he just put out today as for recording this. He just shouted a bunch of little indie shows. I love doing work with those guys. They're hilarious. If you love us, you'll love them. Um, Aaron over Bru- Brutally Honest Sports. Um, also got to shout out my, if you if you're a TikTok fan, uh buddy of mine has a TikTok page, uh, Chill Takes. Check him out. He's a lot of good sports stuff. Obviously, check out me and Jim's other shows. Uh, Austin over at Wrestling World and uh John over Wrestling Fan Insight. Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. Who am I missing? Uh, level the playing field. That's right. Dave and John. Uh, also, Average Joe Sports Podcast. Yes. I don't know if you follow him. but I do, yes. Not. I just listened to this episode on John Moran. It was really good. Yeah. Oh, and then, John Moran. Oh, that's a different different story for a different episode. <laughs> we, 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 might have to do, we might have to do that one for Is This a Bad Take? I might, yeah. I, yeah, I might. But yeah, I mean, that's it. And I know you, you said you had a buddy you wanted to shout out to. Oh, yeah. Uh, my buddy, Brandon, who's a huge supporter, a fan in the van. Who, I mean, he's a Ravens fan. I mean, I guess we all have to have bad taste in something in life. But uh, <laughs> he's an he's a independent actor who just had one of his movies he did put out on Amazon Prime called Double Vision. So uh, he even admitted that the movie isn't that great. But he said he did well in the acting from from what I've seen of it. I mean, I thought it was an all right movie, but listen, you know what? Everybody in the world's got two bucks to spare. Even the homeless guy at the corner's got two bucks to spare if he's got Amazon Prime. So and check it out. Show the movie some love. Spend the two dollars, rent the movie. Listen, we all lose time in a day. We ain't never gonna get back. So if you didn't like it, so what if you lost out on two hours of life? <laughs> There's a ton of time in getting back anyway. So fair enough. I feel the same way about the show. If you like if you like the show, tell everyone you know, five star reviews on our general pages for the podcast stuff comment subscribe all that fun stuff if you didn't like it if you're not getting the time back we're not going to give it to you but we appreciate you trying so the show's only going to get better i'm excited to keep this going i'm excited to see what happens during football season two jimmy got anything else you want to get into oh yeah cleveland browns fans if you if you're listening the bashing's going to continue whether <laughs> it's on show fan in the van whether I'm on I'm guest guest spotting on somebody's show, I don't care because you Cleveland Browns fans. See, this is the funny thing to, to to kind of end it here. Somebody put out a thing on Twitter their record since O two. They've only had three winning seasons. I know, I saw that. <laughs> two thousand twenty two so far, and you think that Watson is the guy who's going to get you over the top? You thought Baker was going to be the guy. You thought Tim Couch that jersey that that the one fan has with every quarterback since like I've the beginning. Seen that. Of- Okay, add Watson to that one because he's going to want out after this year. Okay, because Cleveland is always going to Cleveland. They're going nowhere. You could bring in D-Hop all you want. Don't matter. Does not matter. Cleveland, nothing there rocks. Not even the Drew Carey show. Titans, Texans fans, and Colts fans. <laughs> Colts fans have been nice. Texans and Titans fans, y'all too. Get get ready. It's coming. Jets too. We, we will never pull any punches for the Jets. But that's it, man. If you got anything else you want to get into, uh, if not, we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Peace.